What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I lost myself in finding love. And that should never be the case. Like when you are pursuing anything, a passion, a relationship, a job, like anything, you should never have to lose yourself in the process. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where I inspire single women to be the best version of themselves through healing and avoid certain pitfalls in dating and love and in relationships. And today's episode is brought to you by my book, How to Extra X, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships. It's time to end the agonizing cycle of unhealthy relationships. Most people struggle with breakups because they just don't know how to start the healing process. How to Extra X is a step-by-step guide on moving past unhealthy relationships. Renew your strength and find happiness again from walking away from relationships that no longer serve you. Start fresh by Xing your ex. Learn how to stop the overwhelming thoughts of your ex. Get rid of the feelings of regret and shame. Eliminate the crushing feelings of rejection. Be at peace with your decision to leave and be hopeful that there is better out there for you. You can get How to X Your Ex on Barnes & Noble website, books on Google Play, Apple Books, Audible, and Amazon. Get it today. All right. So I've been batch recording today. And um, this is my second episode, right? And outside has been very noisy. So if you hear background stuff, it's because everybody and their mama want to interrupt me today. You're going to hear my dog coughing, sneezing. You're going to probably hear him growl, bark, whatever. Play with his squeaky toy. Then you're going to hear outside. You're going to hear people talking. You're going to hear things moving around. It's just a lot going on, okay? (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, today I want to talk about signs that you are losing yourself in relationships. So we are in this day and age where everybody and their mama think they are psychologists. So you go online and everybody want to tell you how to heal. They've been to therapy, you know, twice. And they think that they are a psychologist. They think they have the PhD in it, et cetera, et cetera. They know the lingo and everything like that. But what I have been noticing is a lot of people know the lingo, but they are not applying the lingo in which that they know. So <laughs> it's one thing to know that maybe you deal with abandonment issues or maybe that you have narcissistic tendencies or maybe you are a people pleaser. It's one thing to know it, but it's another thing to apply what it takes to take you from that place to another place. For example, I always knew I had dealt with anxious attachment. In one season, I learned about it, right? 
But it wasn't until another season where I had another episode of my anxious attachment play out in a relationship that I actually started to understand what it takes to no longer be anxious attached, right? So knowing is one thing, applying is another. So I want my people who follow me and listen to me to not only know terms, but know how to apply terms, okay? So one thing I've noticed is we are living in a society um, where people are becoming enmeshed in things that are not necessarily who they are, but because it's so popularized that they're adopting these things when that's not even your genuine nature. And I noticed that a lot of people lose themselves in relationships. Now you can lose yourself in a romantic relationship, but you can also lose yourself in a friendship. You can lose yourself in a job. You can lose yourself in a lot of different ways. You can lose yourself in your kids. So I want to teach you the signs that you're losing yourself. Um, and the signs that when this happens, you can snap out of it and get back to who you are. Right. So back in the day, I think I took it off my blog. So if y'all try to look for it, you're probably not going to find it. But um, back in the day, I did a blog. I think it was in 2017. The title of the blog was, I found love, but I lost myself. And it was a very powerful blog for me because I was testifying about a relationship where that was true. I was in love, but I lost myself in finding love. And that should never be the case. Like when you are pursuing anything, a passion, a relationship, a job, like anything, you should never have to lose yourself in the process. Like it's one thing to stretch, become better, improve, you know, but you should not lose the essence of who you are. If you're an outgoing person going in, you should still be an outgoing person coming out. If you're a kind-hearted person, helpful person, goofy person going in, you should be the same coming out. Now, you can change a strategy. You can try something new, but you don't need to be something or someone new in order to earn somebody, earn a position, earn a job, earn whatever. So the reason I wrote that blog was I went through a relationship where... I was, before going into the relationship, I was already struggling with my identity. I was struggling with my identity because I was struggling with my self-esteem and my self-worth. I did not know if me, my person that I was at the time, was good enough to be in a relationship. Because I had so many experiences where men would date me, but they would not wife me. They would just use me for sex or use me for a fun time in that season. But I wanted a commitment and I never got it. So I questioned myself a lot in that season and just feeling like in a romantic capacity, I wasn't good enough. I had a lot of friends. Um, um, Financially, I was stable, you know, career wise, I was good. But like relationally, no, I actually wasn't good career wise. So I was bleeding in two different areas. I was bleeding in my career because I was actually making a transition and I was bleeding like relationally. Um, And when I say bleeding, I just mean like I was there was brokenness in those areas that I wasn't really 
aware of at the time. I can put words to it now, but at the time, I didn't know what was going on, right? So I'm in this space where I'm trying, I'm kind of already have lost myself because I'm questioning myself. Who am I? Am I valuable? I'm not good enough for this, that, and the other. I'm not good enough to get a commitment. I'm not good enough to get the job. So what am I, you know, good enough for? So one thing a lot of us use as a temporary coping mechanism is we'll, instead of working on ourselves inwardly, we'll attach to someone else because it feels better to have someone in your presence so you don't have to focus on what you don't have. So in that season, because I didn't have a commitment, I felt like, okay, if I get a commitment, at least I can stop the bleeding in this area. So I jumped into a relationship with a guy who was totally not aligned with who I am, what I was trying to do, nothing. But he was the first person to want to be in a relationship with me. So I said, might as well. So right off bat, this person was um jealous. So I've always had a lot of friends and included in these friends are men. So that was one thing. He didn't want me to have male friends. So I lost a lot of my male friendships, like right off bat going into it. I don't care what y'all believe. These people who think, oh, you can't have men and women can't be friends genuinely, blah, 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 blah. Just because you feel like you got to smash every man in your life don't mean I do. <laughs> Just because a man feel like he got to smash every female in his presence, that don't mean I do. I have still have male friends. Like I feel like having a genuine male friendship is the most rewarding thing because it's like who doesn't want a big brother who doesn't want someone that you can talk to about things and get different perspectives from who doesn't want you know someone where like they're gonna give it to you straight like who doesn't want that it's amazing but anyway so I had to cut off a lot of my male friends one two I'm very social like I got a lot of friends like I said so I'm trying to be outside he didn't like when I went out because he wanted to be under me all the time. So not only did I have to cut off my male friends, I had to distance myself from my female friends, right? Um, thing number three, I am opinionated. I usually, and I'm direct for the most part. Um, I've learned to kind of sugarcoat things in order to, for the message to be delivered properly so it can be heard properly because it, it's one thing to say something, but if it's not comprehended, then it's really pointless, right? So I had to learn how to do that. But in this relationship, he was very, 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 very sensitive. And if I would say one thing off, it would totally cause dissension between me and him. Like I could say one thing and he receives it one way, whether if I meant, whether if I meant it that way or not, he would like totally shut down, not talk to me. I would have to like kiss butt, but not literally, but cause I know y'all be kissing booty these days, but <laughs> um, y'all be eating them groceries. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> no disrespect to the grocery eating community, but anyway, so yeah, I would have to like walk on eggshells, kiss his butt, had to argue with him, whatever, whatever. So I cut out my male friends. I distanced myself from my female friends. And then I started to be more silent. I just wouldn't have an opinion. And then uh, lastly, these are the examples that I'm thinking of. Um, lastly, he, um, he lacked a lot of trust. And the reason he lacked a lot of trust because he was the one cheating. 
that's one thing, lady. I, I, I'm pretty sure y'all have heard this before, but I'm going to say it just in case you haven't. If you know that you know that you are being faithful and you are operating as a faithful human being and the person that you are with is very untrusting of you, they're accusing you all the time. They're always trying to figure out where, you, where you're going. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, who you gonna go with, etc., etc. That probably means they're cheating. Their guilt <laughs> is eating them up. And they're like, I'm doing this to you. So you got to be doing it to me. And that's what was happening. So he was so lacking in trust that I would have to constantly prove myself all the time. Like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Look at my phone. Oh, my God. I had to always explain myself. So that made me very defensive. So out of the short time we had been together, which was like three to five months at this time, I had cut off my male friends, distanced myself from my female friends, become very defensive and become kind of silent. So all of this made me a shell of who I was. And I had lost myself. My friends didn't even recognize me. Even being around me, they would constantly ask what's wrong, what's wrong. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. I wasn't good. So these are signs that I exhibited so you can recognize when you're losing yourself in a situation, when you're losing yourself in a job or in a relationship or in a friendship, you know, um, when you have to operate or when you are basically being the exact opposite of who you genuinely are. Now, one, you kind of got to know who you are, but I'm still going to give you some signs just in case. Number one is you lack peace. Like internally, your body, your God has made us. He's, he's so amazing. Right. And he made us in a way where when something is off within us, we feel that something is off within us. And especially women, like our gut be telling us stuff, stuff be off, but not only emotionally, like some people feel the physical result from lack of peace. Like that's why people get stressed out and be throwing up. People get stressed out and break out in hives. People get stressed out and start gaining weight out of nowhere. It's because our bodies know there's something off within us. So the first sign is like, you lack peace. Like every time you think about this job or this relationship or, or, or something, you just, you get anxiety. You lack peace. You're always worried. You're always thinking about it. Like you can never just lay down and have good sleep because your mind's always real and something's going on and you're like, Dang, what is wrong with me? It's because you're probably losing yourself in something. Like internally, you're battling for your identity. You're battling for the old you back. You're battling for the genuine you. Second thing I would say, when your friends keep asking you what's wrong and they no longer recognize you, real friends, real family, they know you. 
they can tell when stuff is off. They can sense it. So in this time, my best friend, it was calling a rift in us because I couldn't hang out with her as much. And also because I wasn't the person that I once was and I was so defensive, me and her were bumping heads. And she wasn't doing nothing. Me and all my friends were bumping heads. And I got the type of friend, listen, <laughs> I don't have no yes men around me. Because I don't operate like that. I need you to tell me straight up. I need, I need, we, we need to get down to the nitty gritty, honey. I need to know. And that's what my friends are, like legit. So at this time, I had my blog. Still, I was, I was still doing Single Woman Chronicles. And I was telling my friend something about her relationship or something. And she's like, no disrespect, Ash, but because of the type of relationship that you are in, I can't trust your opinion. Cause you're not even trusting your opinion. And I'm like, dang, you ain't had to say it like that. <laughs> you ain't had to say it like that, little shout. But she said it like that. And basically she was saying like, I, as a friend, like, I can't even listen to you or take your advice because you're not even operating in what you're saying. You're not practicing what you preach. And you're not that friend that I used to have. Cause I used to be the friend that gave advice. That's why I felt comfortable going to her and telling her this advice. But she's like, girl, I ain't listening to you right now. You ain't even listening to you right now. <laughs> so why would I listen to you right now? So that's a sign that you're losing yourself. If like the people around you are, are looking at you like, mm, mm, what's going on? Three, that defensiveness, that's universal. Okay, when you losing yourself, you are on alert. You are highly defensive. The reason is because you're probably trying to convince yourself. Subconsciously, you're trying to convince yourself that you are not what everyone can see. You are not losing yourself. You are not, nothing's wrong with you, whatever, whatever. So you're just very, I think they call it in psycholo psychological terms, hypervigilant. We're just always on guard. You can never loosen up. You're just waiting on somebody to say something so you can respond. Hypersensitive. Like, you just, what? What you say? Oh, what? What you trying to say? That, that's a sign. Some, something going on. So if someone says something about me that I know dang well ain't true, I'm not going to spend my time arguing back and forth with you about something that I know isn't true. Also... I'm more, I'm so confident within myself, my identity and who I am that if you say something, it's not, I'm not going to be as easily offended. I noticed that people who are insecure with who they are and they're probably not lost themselves. They are so easily offended. Like everything offends them. Little jokes, big jokes. You look at them wrong, et cetera. Easily offended. I'm sorry, y'all. My dog, I done told y'all, y'all gonna hear him. He coughing and, and sneezing and doing whatever. Anyway, so that is like a huge sign that you're losing yourself. Like being very hypervigilant, like just out, just out your mind. And then four, honestly, you just know. <laughs> like you just know. So it's just something in you. Is saying like, who am I? I am not this person. It's what's going on. You're literally asking yourself, what is going on with me? 
why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like I'm having an outer body experience? Because the me that I am right now is not the me that I know that I truly am. Like, you just notice this huge change. And you're just trying to grasp on to something because you just feel unstable in your identity. Because listen, life be life, right? <laughs> but you're better you're better able to handle a crisis when at least your identity is intact. When at least you know yourself. Because you're like, okay, everything around me is tripping. But I know me and I know I can stand in this and be strong. Like, I know that I got this and that and this and that. I'm good. But when you don't know yourself and you're losing yourself, you don't feel that. You don't feel that confident about your circumstances. You don't feel that confident about things turning around because you really genuinely don't know. Because you're just like, like, what is going on? I don't like it. <laughs> right? You just know there's something off within you and something needs to change. So... Those are the signs that you're losing yourself. Let me see if I can recap. Do I remember? Okay, let's let's do it. Let's let's see. Um, number one, you have a lack of peace. There's a lot of chaos. You always anxious. Number two, your people around you are noticing something weird within you. It's something off, and they're trying trying to tell you something off. But maybe you've been avoiding them. Maybe you're not listening to them. Maybe whatever. Three. You're hypersensitive, you're defensive, you're hypervigilant, everything's a problem, you're constantly like getting into it with people because they're trying to tell you, trying to hint towards something, but you're like, no, 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 because you're trying, basically you're fighting against yourself within yourself. And then four, you just know, you want the peace, you want change, you want to exit the circumstance, but you're kind of looking for a way out, you're, you're, you're kind of trying to find it. Okay, so I know for me, not everyone can do this. How I ended up finding myself after I lost it, I uh, separated from what was causing me to lose myself. Um, I ended that relationship, and I know not everyone can do that, right? Like, if you're married, or if this is a family member, or you got kids and you're losing yourself and your kids, like, you can't really cold turkey cut certain stuff off. But I will say that you can start to lean inwardly and start to create boundaries. So you can create boundaries for yourself. Start saying no. Start speaking up. Start being confident in your voice again, no matter what. Um, and just knowing that everything's going to be all right. Like, stop taking on so much. We put so much pressure on ourselves that we can kind of lose ourselves in the chaos. Stop putting all that pressure on yourself. Chill out relax take a minute in silence and just breathe breathe take a beat right stop putting all that pressure on yourself also start to look inwardly and start to do the things that you actually like and want to do life's too short for you to be waiting on certain circumstances to operate and fun and enjoy no do it now do things that you enjoy now that's how you start to find yourself. That's how you start to kind of put the puzzle pieces back together. So that's the advice I would give. I know it's not like a lot, but like that's the beginning because I don't want to go into like this full whole thing of finding yourself because I'll be here forever. 
<laughs> but I mean, if you guys want me to do um, a teaching on just like tips of finding yourself, I can, but y'all got to comment and let me know if that's what y'all want me to do. But yeah, I just wanted to share the signs that you might be losing yourself in this episode. So yeah, hopefully this helps somebody. Until next time, bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.